Motzinu b'chazal, shekavu, toiv shebereifim lo gehenim. Chazal say, even the best doctors end up going to gehenim. Vahatam, b'pnei shereifei krivei ha-tipul, al-pi The doctor has to decide the method of treatment based on the assessment, weighing the sides. Binyanim shal piklach nefesh. Vim tar b'shikol hadas, if he makes a mistake in his, in his, it's this. <laughs> weighing the sides and is calculating and, and his, in his own judgment. How are you hurting the fascists? Why? Because he gave a medicine and he got it wrong. So even though he's a good doctor, sometimes you know you're going to make a mistake in your diagnosis. Therefore, the new technical, technological advances are that no doctor goes ahead and just says. This is the way we have to treat. It makes a diagnosis. First, you need x-rays and CAT scans and MRIs and sonograms and all kinds of things. Why? Because people can make a mistake. And the whole derech of treatment, that all the work they're going to do to save the person, if it's the wrong diagnosis, all of it is not just for naught, all of it is wrong. The same approach should be adopted. The educators have to adapt the same thing. Whatever you're seeing, a sin, something bad, small or big, don't be quick to judge. Don't be quick to judge, right? You're the judge and the jury, and right away to jump to conclusions and hand out punishments. Why? Sometimes the misjudgment of incorrect ju- punishments can leave a scar on the soul of the child. So let's understand, let's note, both parts hurt very badly. It's the misjudgment. In other words, you, you, you thought I did something wrong and I didn't. Or you didn't understand why I did something wrong. And then there's the punishment that was wrong. Both of them are very dangerous. I just remember the story that happened to me in 8th grade. It happens to me I was a pretty good boy. I didn't get patched too much. But once in 8th grade, my Rebbe walked into the room. I was closest to the door. And I got a, a whack. And he found that afterwards that I wasn't the kid who did whatever he was, he thought it was. Right? I was so hurt by that. I was so hurt. Like, I was, a good, I was a very good student. I liked him very much. And I never tortured him or did anything particularly bad to him. And it's like, you walk in, you see a situation, whack. Forget about the hit. Today that would be stambed. But in those days, it, wa- it wasn't so traumatic. But it was, I was so, like, so upset that, like, why did you hit me? So there were two things he did wrong. First thing is he got the wrong guy, but also it wasn't the right punishment. I didn't need a patch, even if I would have done that thing. Both of those things are very, very bad. But watch what happens, how you can reverse it. Etzem hadavar. The mere fact, The mere fact that the parent or the teacher thinks a lot, says, I really got to think about this. I want to make sure I heard your side of the story. I got the judgment right. And you know what? I'm going to think about how I'm going to punish you. And I'm going to think about how I'm going to treat the situation. And you're not just a shaitir stam, a regular policeman who doesn't care about you. A friend of mine told me, he asked his father, Tati, how come you never compliment me? He said, did you ever hear of somebody driving and a cop pulls him over just to tell him you're driving well? You get pulled over when you're doing something wrong. When you do something wrong, I give you a frask, I tell you what you're doing wrong. Stamp to tell you you're doing a good job? That's a policeman, not a tati. 
not a Rebbe. So just the fact that you think about him and you're considering how to punish him when he needs punishments, it injects the student, the student with tremendous trust. Even if he's a little, little kid. He knows internally in his mind, the kid feels trust. That this teacher, this parent, the Mechanech, wants for his good and for his development. The result of, again, that trust means he will reveal all of his problems to you. He'll be open. He'll trust you as an adult. Something that is so important in order to get the right diagnosis on how to treat and to be matzliach with a child is the kid should tell you what's bothering him. If you lose the trust, you'll never know what's really going on. How do you build the trust? Same punishment could be. Could be you were right. Same diagnosis, same everything. But show him, I'm thinking about it. I have to really think about it. Take your time with that. Over here, we're not asking mechanchim or parents to change anything in this prat. You can do so much for your child just by delaying. So you know what? I'm going to think about it for a few days. Not even talking about the treatment. We're talking about delaying the treatment. Just delaying the treatment shows the child that I'm not here to hurt you. I'm, I'm not enjoying punishing you. One, two, three, tell me this, okay. No one's going on the trip. Even if that'll be your decision. Assuming it's the right decision. Wait before you shoot. Pause. Think before you shoot. And that is mashrish emun. It ingrains and injects trust into the children. And then they'll accept the, the punishment and they'll open themselves up to you and they'll, they'll share with you the stuff that's on their mind and it's a whole different atzlach. But what about what if their, their actions of the child is coming out of emotional complications? It's not coming because he's bad or lazy or stupid, but because he has problems. Then any misplaced discipline and incorrect punishments, he's going to feel even more complications in his brain. Not only I, I, I couldn't do my homework because of what's going on and whatever, now you're turning on me and you think I'm bad, now you're pulling out another leg from under the table. Looking at it from a spiritual perspective, it's like murder. So two kids at home or two kids in, in, in school do the same thing wrong and, and it's a different diagnosis. One needs the personal trainer. One needs the push. Come on, don't be lazy. You have to know your kid. The other one needs Rahmanas. The other one needs to, to say, hang on one second. You, you didn't do your homework. I understand what's going on at home. Uh, oh, it's okay. Don't worry about it. You know what? I'll do the homework with you by recess. Here's a lollipop. Different diagnosis, different treatment. So if the problem of the kid is coming from emotional problems in his being or things surrounding him, Okay, that affect him in, in his mind, so then of course you can't do regular chinuch on them. And if you get the wrong tipul, that's keharig nefesh mamish. Now we know today kids have a lot of emotional problems. Many people have emotional problems. What are some of the problems that kids have? Unfortunately, it's already widely accepted that one out of five kids, 20% of all Jewish kids, boys and girls in from Meistis, will be molested as children. It's a horrible thing to imagine. It's a horrible thing to imagine. I don't like the number. 
but I don't like one out of ten either. But about 20% of all of our kids, it's already, it was printed in the Yatet even, it's understood. So this is a new problem. That kids, I don't know if it's new, that maybe it used to be, but today, it affects children. One kid who was molested told me, I said, explain to me, why, how does molesting affect you? How, how does it change you? So he told me, well, any person who gets molested as a child and it doesn't affect them, that guy's nuts. How could it not affect you being molested? Of course it affects you. And you can, you can go online and you can see shiurim about how and why, but that's a big emotional problem. And that's about one out of five. It's already a 20% chance. It means when that kid, who's a tough kid in the class, is acting out, it's already a 20% chance that maybe that's what it is. Then there's all these kind of problems that kids have of ADD, ADHD, borderline, bipolar, depression, anxiety, family problems, fighting at home, undiagnosed learning disabilities, all kinds of things that we have to deal with now that cause the child to not be able to behave properly. If you give any of those kids suffering from any of those issues, that they would be very happy if you could take it away from them. It's like a headache. They would be very happy if you gave them a Tylenol. But not only we're not taking it away from them, we're then condemning them as if it's a regular kid and saying, I don't stand, how come you didn't do it? That's murder. It's murdering somebody. Besides, it's just wrong, because you're never going to fix the problem if your treatment is based on the wrong diagnosis. So if what's going on with the child, which it almost always is in our dar. That it's not that they're choosing to be lazy or they're choosing not to do it or they're chutzpahdik because they like being chutzpahdik, but rather there's some kind of emotional pain under the hood. It's like driving with the emergency brake on and you see they're schlepping and they're not doing well, so then you have to be very careful because the way that you interact and treat the child in your chinuch that you're doing, you could be murdering the child. Many times, the best chinuch is no chinuch, because you're pulling out another leg, you're, you're stabbing the child, and they become even more in pain, and then the result is even worse. Al-Kain. Therefore, It's critical for the educator to delve deeply into every child, to know what is the root of this bad behavior. That's more important than what he's doing. It's not so important what he's doing. Why is he doing it? What brought this child to this behavior? Only afterwards can you judge. Only afterwards can you judge and decide the right treatment method for the kid. I was learning this and I was blown away by it. It's so simple. It's so perfect. It's so beautiful. And yet we struggle with this so, so, so much because it's just so hard to do. You have to be so much on the side of the child to create such trust that he will trust you so you can figure out what's bothering him. And then you deal with them based on the reality, their reality, not what you think maybe the kid is bad. So many times I discuss kids with parents or other people, and this, the first conclusion we, we jump to is the kid has bad, bad midos. He's a baltaiva, he's bad. We always jump to that. Maybe because that's the way we grew up and that's the way we were used to. And I rarely find that that's the problem. And what's the difference? Because one, you can respond to one way and to end off with his words that really, it's a whole different parasha. It's a different floor in the hospital. There's regular chinuch, there's regular chinuch tools, fine. Then there's, there's problems that are never going to be solved unless we solve them. And we're never going to solve them until we know what they are and they're never going to tell us 
unless we are mashrish emun into the child, to ingrain and inject into the child trust. And if that's all you do as parents for your whole life, that alone is worth it. Because so many parents are so busy doing chinuch, but the kid doesn't trust them, doesn't open up, the parents will never know what's wrong with them and what went wrong with them. And I have so many stories of kids who told me their pain, kids who went through trauma, kids who were abused and molested, who are now adults and never told their parents. So their whole chinuch system, the whole rebellion, every minute that the parents cried about the kid, fought with the kid, tried to help the kid, all of it was based on a totally wrong diagnosis. Ad hayoyim. So many of these parents still don't know what was wrong with the kid. Why didn't the kid tell the parent? Why did he tell me? Because he trusted me and he didn't trust mommy and daddy. And that's the big problem. So the first thing we have to take from here on in is make sure that we do whatever we can to be mashrush emun. That's the key word. To ingrain trust into our talmidim and into our children. And even if it just starts before anything, it starts with that you're going to punish anyway, Hopefully you're doing it right, but wait. Just show him, care about you. I'm not a cold-blooded police policeman who just wants to give you a ticket and move on with my class. I care about you. That will build trust as well.